0: Hi, my name is Asha, and welcome back to Right Now, a podcast about the world today.
1: Oh, if you could see my wife's face now, she's wrinkling up her face because she goes, oh, he can tell stories that go on and on and on.
0: That's Rex Zeke. You'll hear more from him in this episode. For now, I'm just talking about stories, like the ones that Rex can go on and on talking about. We can learn a lot from a story. Sometimes they teach a lesson, other times they can offer a perspective we didn't know about. What's important right now is what we can learn from a story told in this episode. It's about healing and it's about miracles happening today after events in the past that caused grief and guilt.
1: My other half is right here kind of behind me working at a desk, and her name is Keiko. She's my wife. She's a native of Japan. Keiko and I are really the co-founders and, and managers of Obon Society and the organization. My name is Rex Zeke. I grew up here in Astoria, Oregon. For an education, I traveled for about five and a half years in Latin America. I came back thinking I was an anthropologist, but some people saw my photographs. I asked me to take some pictures for them, and I became a freelance photographer and cinematographer for documentary television, Discovery Channel, and people like that. Um, From there, I rather than pursue that, I switched and I um, became a um, historian. And then um, I met my wife, and uh, she told me a story.
0: This is where the story starts. It's a story about the consequences of World War II. Because when the Second World War ended in 1945, the effects it had on soldiers, families of soldiers, and the world did not go away. Even today, these consequences are felt through financial, political, health, and mental issues. This story is told by someone who's not just impacted by these consequences, but working towards healing others impacted through their nonprofit organization, Obon Society. This story starts when Rex begins to talk about what sparked this humanitarian effort
1: and she told me the story about how her grandfather had been drafted and sent away in war to burma and he just disappeared without a trace nothing came home to the family no no bones or buttons or anything just just disappeared and then she told me this story that 60 some years later after his death her uncle in japan received a phone call and it was from a hotel in tokyo and they asked do you know this name and recognize this name and keiko's uncle said that's my father's name they said we have something here with his name on it it was dropped off by some tourist uh just dropped by uh, by the hotel and dropped it off about a half a year ago. And so the hotel sent this box to Keiko's uncle, and he opened it up, and here is this flag, Japanese flag, about about a meter long and about two-thirds of a meter high, white with a red center, traditional Japanese flag, but covered with writing, signatures, and, and his father's name on it. And Keiko's uncle looks at it, and what is this? And he's looking at this unusual thing, and, and he calls Keiko's mother and says, guess what, Fa- Father, father came home, father's here. Here is this object. And to the family, it was this miracle. Well, when I met Keiko, she told me about this, and and it was just, just like haunting. Her mother spoke to the flag and said, you have finally come home. Father, you've finally come home. Father's spirit is so powerful. He wanted, he kept trying to come home. He came home. And then I started doing a little research, and I realized that what had happened is this was a tradition that the Japanese had during the war, completely unknown today, but before a young man would go to war, the family, parents or aunts or uncles or grandparents or neighbors would buy a little flag, they'd write his name on it and then they'd all sign their name and the Japanese would write their names on this flag and then the young man would fold it up and he'd carry that with him. And so when he's off at war, here in this pocket, here under his clothing, uh, is this memento, this, this kind of heirloom keepsake from home with everybody who cared about him. So they're with him in spirit. And it was this certainly this comforting item to carry well. Upon his death, the Allied soldiers are constantly looking for souvenirs. It's a tradition of war to bring home some memento. And so they'd search the bodies and they'd found these flags and brought them home by the tens of thousands. And so this one, in this one case to Keiko's family, this miracle that happened, um, That was the spark that set off our activity because when I heard that and Keiko and I explored it and I explained to her that it wasn't just one, there's many of them, and she knew the impact it had on her family, we decided we're gonna try to bring other miracles to other families in Japan.
0: And that's what Obon Society does. Their vision is a world in which everyone has the opportunity to heal personal trauma from the war. They return these flags to the families they belong to. How exactly does this work make an impact and try to reverse the effects that World War II brought to families like Keiko's? The next part of the story really shows this.
1: Dion is her name. Uh, we, get, we get contacted by this woman and her parents had died when she was young and so she really became attached to this uncle of hers and she got a phone call he's now like in his 89 or 90 or 91 she got a phone call from her cousin hey bud bud fell and shattered his hip shattered his leg it's really broken badly here she is alongside his bed and she says bud So we're going to go into surgery. And and so he nodded, okay. And she took his wedding ring off of his finger. And she says, Uncle Bud, I'm going to wear this. And I'm going to give it back to you someday. And uh, oh, she just loved this uncle. And so into surgery he goes. He dies in surgery. The next couple of days, they go to his apartment. They're cleaning out his apartment, and one of this lady's cousins opens up a box, and here's all these baby items. And this Dion, she she says, "I'll I'll take it back with to Florida with me, and I'll I'll deal with it." She goes down to Florida to her home, opens up this box, takes out the shoes and the little baby clothes. Here at the bottom of the box is this Japanese flag. And so she takes out this flag and she looks at it and she starts Googling and she realizes, oh, this was a battlefield souvenir. Bud was in all these wars in the South Pacific. And so then she contacted us and she discussed, what do I do? What can I do? And so we said, well, we can try to return it to the family if you think that's what Bud would want, if that's what you want. And so she said, yes, she sent it to us. And so then we're talking to her. And then out comes this trauma because she realizes her uncle, Bud, had killed that guy. And she just started feeling this guilt and there's bloodstains on the flag and all of this. And so we here we do a search and we find the daughter of that soldier. And we tell this Dion, we found a daughter. Would you like to write her a letter? Oh, she was just traumatized. Uncle Bud probably killed him. What am I going to say to this daughter of this soldier that my uncle killed? Just anxious as can be. And so we send off the flag to the lady. And back comes a letter addressed to this Dion with photographs of her as a baby with her being held by her mother and father. And she is so gracious and so thankful and just so Appreciative of Dion sending this only memento ever to return of her father, a fabulous act of humanity and such a healing act for her in Japan uh, to receive this item. Now that her father is back home with her, because the Japanese mm-hmm. are very spiritual people, of course, and these items are alive and and they can see and think. And here is this Dion who was so traumatized all the, from all of this just so relieved and gracious and crying and just such gratitude for, uh, to our, towards us for us making this traumatic moment uh, so pleasant for her.
0: This is just one of the stories of returning an item that Rex could have told me. There were just so many experiences and stories that came from returning these heirlooms. And this work changes people's lives which were previously changed by war. The soldier's daughter, the one who the flag was returned to, got in a way reunited with her father after he passed away, through this flag and its spiritual meaning to her. Dion was also changed, with guilt and anxiety from the situation. At the end of the experience, she was able to be relieved and grateful that the daughter could have this item. This was a story about not facts and events, But people, that's one of the things that Rex talked about, how in the Second World War, these were just people, people who fought as soldiers, whose lives were changed after they returned from war, whose families maybe never got to see them return home. Today, those things haven't gone away, like we learned from the story of Dion and the flag. That's why the Second World War is still relevant today because the consequences are still part of the world and people's lives.
1: It's the aftermath of of war. The more I am involved in this, and the more I think about what it is that we're doing, uh, the more I realize that your generation, you guys, you high school students today, you have to take control of this world, because the earth can't take another war. The earth cannot take another war. And our activity at Obon Society is in part towards that goal of peace. Because what we show is that these wars don't end when the shooting stops. The wars go on and on and on in people's heads and in their hearts. That lingering grief, that revenge, that doubt, that, that guilt, it continues and continues and continues. And, and we're trying to show that, that cost of these wars, the, the price that people pay, and it is not worth it.
0: I think Rex's words here, these wars don't end when the shooting stops, have an important message. It perfectly displays how the consequences or the price or the cost of the Second World War are impacting the world today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Right Now with me, Asha Kalaminis. Thank you to Rex Zeke for being a guest speaker on this episode. And an important note, that if you would like to contact the Obon Society about a personal item that you would like to return.
1: They can contact us and send them and we will do our best to find that family.
0: If you enjoyed this episode of Right Now and would like to hear more, don't forget to subscribe to see when new episodes come out.